Welcome to Spirit in Action. My name is Mark Helpsmeet. Each week, I'll be bringing you stories of people living lives of fruitful service, of peace, community, compassion, creative action, and progressive efforts. I'll be tracing the spiritual roots that support and nourish them in their service, hoping to inspire and encourage you to sink deep roots and produce sacred fruit in your own life. Let us sing song for the dreaming of the world That we may dream as one With every voice, with every song We will move this world along This week for Spirit in Action, we're going to visit a combination benefit and publicity event held for the Wellness Shack in Eau Claire. The Wellness Shack is a consumer-run, nonprofit organization for adults with mental illness. The consumer-run part of that means that the Wellness Shack is largely volunteer-staffed and runs on a positive sort of peer pressure, where peers help each other toward wellness. The organization works to educate the public about mental illness and to eliminate some of the misperceptions and stigma with mental illness through self-education, socialization, and accepting oneself. The benefit was held October 12, 2007, because the second week in October was Mental Health Awareness Week nationally. It was hosted by the Unitarian Universalist Congregation in Eau Claire and featured music performed by Poppy Moulter and Troy Jackson, poetry around the theme of mental illness and wellness by Savannah Ray and Nora Bates, and there were thrown in tidbits about the work of the Wellness Act and general information about mental illness. The benefit provided a personal look at the impact of mental illness and the healing and wellness that is possible with the combined strength of compassionate neighbors and divine blessings. The benefit also provided some wonderful music and poetic artistry with a deep meaning. I'm Mark Helpsmeet of Northern Spirit Radio, and we're happy to take you today for Spirit in Action to the event provided by the Wellness Shack on October 12, 2007. Hello out there! How is everyone tonight? Yes? Good deal. Well, I think we'll get the fun going. I thought I would share a little bit of information about why we're here tonight. My name is Mickey Peterson. I am a volunteer down at the Wellness Shack. The purpose of this concert tonight is really to celebrate mental health and mental recovery. The Wellness Shack wanted to put on a celebration through song and poetry in the arts. And behind me I do have the Wellness Shack poster and I'd encourage you all to pick up a brochure outlining some of the the details and missions of the Wellness Shack. 
And really, bottom line, what the Wellness Shack is, is it's a peer recovery center for any of us who suffer from any form of mental illness. And what we enjoy doing is supporting each other through communication, through activities, through artwork, through gatherings, um, education. We have different topics. So seriously, I seriously encourage you to stop over, pick up a brochure. If you're interested in stopping by, give a call ahead. Make sure we're there. We're generally there from 1 to 8, beginning November. Find out more about us. And we're always looking for volunteers, too. With that being said, just a couple of notes. One, I'd like to share just a piece of information as it pertains to Mental Illness Awareness Week. Mental Illness Awareness Week was set up in 1990 by the Surgeon General, realizing the fact that there needs to be awareness for mental illness because so many people are afraid to go and get help. So spread the word. It should not be stigmatized. We are healthy. We are recovering. And so tonight is fully a night of celebration. So please join us for music, for poetry readings, and also if you're getting a little hungry or like a little something to drink, we do have food and beverages downstairs. Before I turn it over to our musicians this evening, I'm going to turn it over to Nora, who's going to introduce our fun group. Thank you. Hi, this is great. I can't see you, so I'm not as scared. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to say that I met Poppy over at my church. She was doing something called soul dance, soul movement. And what that was was listening to music and just moving with your body any way it comes about. And I found that very scary at first. But then as I went on doing that, it became part of my recovery of being able to fit into my body and move, kind of how I'm not doing it now. <laughs> but anyway, it was a great experience, and I'm just so excited that Poppy is here. And then she says Troy Jackson is going to join her, and he's great. I've met him through my church, too, and he's the tree man. <laughs> <laughs> you have trees that you sell, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just want to say thank you for all of you coming, and let's welcome Poppy and Troy. I'm assuming that there's people out there. It's really hard to see you. I'm thinking we need somebody standing right here with their with their hand positioned about here. Yeah, sorry if it's shining off. <laughs> yeah, if you get too blinded, we have uh, sunglasses. Anyway, it's a real pleasure to be here uh, and be a part of this celebration. I'll uh, perhaps say a little bit more at some point during one of the sets here tonight about some of my own journey through performance anxiety. Most of the song uh, music that you'll hear tonight is original work that I've written over a number of years and do have a CD. It's back there on the on the table if you're interested in purchasing one. We'll be doing 20 minute or so sets and then they, ha- they have other information and some of the poetry reading and other such to share. Okay, this first song is called Healing Days. I recall your telling What the doctor had to say Though your eyes were strong I could sense the fear when you looked away And there's a fear like that in all of us, you see 
ways to run so hard from the dark shadows chasing me. There's so few places to let out a primal scream, to let the tears flow while the heart breaks free again. Some lean to on a mountain with a brook Where love sees beyond this crazy sound and look Will my body bend? Will my mind expand? Will my heart embrace it? Can I use my pain? Can I find my power? Can I recognize the gift here? Shed your skin Have you been inside out Did they turn away Will it be okay Will they understand The changes Of these healing days I want them to understand These healing days I do
been inside out of here felt so naked Really wanna understand how we gonna live, how we gonna make it I really wanna understand I wanna, I wanna, I want to live and be alive You know I wanna revel in these healing days I wanna revel, oh, I wanna revel in these days I wanna revel, oh, I wanna revel, revel in these days you revel with me now in these healing days with all these healing ways thank you due uh, in large part to my performance anxiety um, even though I had begun writing songs and, and uh, banging around on my guitar um, in a closed room in my house for years it wasn't until I kind of found bravery enough to get in front of an open mic at an event called White Pine that still happens four times a year around the equinoxes and the solstices over at the creamery in Downsville you know it was a, a very safe place because it was a very small crowd and very forgiving and you know he had all, all uh, the whole spectrum in terms of talent, and it really wasn't until people started asking me if I was gonna if I had recorded anything, and that prompted me to actually look into a recording project because it was secure inside the recording studio. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, now I have all these CDs. I guess I better get past this enough to go out and start performing. So this song uh, was kind of born of that uh, White Pine opportunity and experience, and it's called White Pine. Like a whisper in like a whole lifetime I had to tuck it all away Out of reach of my mind My heart had not found its true voice And I had to make my way to my own White pine Oh, white pine Yeah White pine You help me find The music in my passions I send songs out on the wind In the forest so many midnight melodies Did they reach you as a light warm breeze upon your limbs? White pine Oh, white pine White pine White pine Yeah, the Bounds a lighter color. I strength and beauty drape long against a bark, and you know our roots. You know our roots stronger than ever. I've 
I've learned a lot of things, mostly about my own soul. Might have now found its true voice as my path circles around again alongside white pine. We'll get a little poetry and maybe some other info, and then we'll be back to sing some more. Thanks. That was singer-songwriter Poppy Moulter, who was performing her songs, accompanied by Troy Jackson, as a benefit for the Wellness Shack, a nonprofit Eau Claire-based organization advocating for adults with mental illness. They do peer support, run a number of workshops and activities, and provide a safe place for those with mental illness, a very substantial percentage of our population, to heal, grow, and learn. I'm Mark Helpsmeet of Northern Spirit Radio, bringing you a Spirit in Action visit to the Wellness Shack fundraiser. In addition to the music provided by Poppy Multer and Troy Jackson, we'll hear from some of those active with the Wellness Shack, and there will be some poetry around the mental health and mental illness theme. And we'll shortly hear from Savannah Ray, some of her poetry. Savannah, by the way, has been my guest before on my Song of the Soul program. But for the moment, let's go back to the benefit concert for the Wellness Shack held during Mental Health Awareness Week at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation in Eau Claire. As we continue with our entertainment here this evening, wanted to sprinkle it in, of course, with some poetry and also some information as it pertains to mental health. And as I had stated previously, is that this week is Mental Health Awareness Week. And as I stated, the government kind of set up this week as far as embracing and celebrating mental illness. And uh, back in 1999, the Surgeon General had stated in this new language that persons with mental illness, due to the stigma that had been there previously, They recognize trying to incorporate language into that legislature saying that people should go and get assistance just like any other condition, whether it's a heart condition, diabetes, whatever. So trying to remove that stigma and celebrate mental health. And 
again at the Wellness Shack we celebrate mental health so please feel free to stop down and join us um, I'm going to sprinkle in just a couple of statistics for example myself about two years back I was diagnosed with major depression wanted to let you know that really 22% of Americans annually have been diagnosed with some sort of mental illness one in four of the United States has a challenge here or there and uh, when we look at depression it's 16 percent of the population so with that being said it is what it is I am going to introduce Becky just briefly and then she's going to come up and talk about herself too and then Nora's going to come up and do a little poetry okay Becky is going to be coming up. She's been in the Eau Claire area for 22 years, and she's been down at the Wellness Shack with us uh, since 2006. She enjoys music and gardening, and she is on the board down at the Wellness Shack, and she's a major contributor. So I'm going to bring Becky up, and she's going to talk a little bit more about herself and what the Wellness Shack means to her. Thank you. I started coming down to the Wellness Shack December of 2006, Tammy had invited me to the Christmas party. And I just started hanging around. It seemed like every day when her and I were talking, she'd invite me to things down there. And so it became part of my life. And I'm so nervous I might cry. <laughs> so that's, that's how I started. And um, it's really hard to talk up here. <laughs> and... With you? Yeah. Okay. All right. You're doing great. And so then I got elected to the board, which uh, that was not in the making. I did not plan that. <laughs> and Poppy's music is really beautiful. I almost started crying with her first song. So when she's talking about anxiety and <laughs> and I, I have challenges with that and sleep and, and things like that, but I was not diagnosed with a mental illness, but... I have a lot of fears, and one of them is speaking. And my fiancé is in back there, and he says the next thing is death. Well, I, I feel like I'm dying up here. Thank you. All right, you did great. Thanks, Becky. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Becky did a great job. Oh. And through my um, mixed-up mind on occasion, I get a little bit lost. I was incorrect. It's not Nora coming up next. It'll be Sarah. Or something. I'm really messed up. i got to look at my itinerary. Savannah, come on up. Tell us a little bit about yourself and do some work. Well, I will tell you a little bit about myself. I used to live with Nora, and now I live with Sarah. So it's not surprising you got this mixed up. This is really bizarre not being able to see you. I just see heads. Um, I've heard people say that before. This is my first time actually reading my poetry in public, and I want to tell you why I decided to do this. Back in April, I was diagnosed with cancer. It's really been a spiritual journey moving through this process of recovery. And one of the things that I've come to realize in this process is that this is not my life. This is God's life. And I'm not sure if I have cancer right now, and I'm not sure I have a mental illness or if I'm mentally healthy or if I'm just wildly creative. The truth is, it doesn't matter because there's this energy inside of me that I call God that is expressing itself. And today I went to hear um, Bernie Siegel talk, and he said, 
don't try to not die. Live. And so that's why I'm here today, because my poetry is an expression of who I am. And the poems that I've picked out today show a little bit of the journey that I've taken from denying mental illness to loving and accepting it as a part of my wholeness and my holiness. This is one of the first poems I ever wrote, and one of the things I like to do is I like to go to coffee shops and wait until I hear something interesting that someone says, and then I just start writing about it. So this is exactly how it came out um, the day in the coffee shop, and if I recall, there's three voices here. It starts out with, he hears voices in his head, and he's totally serious about it. Don't we all? I mean, you do, right? I... Uh, You know what I mean. Huh? Who said that? I did. Who are you? Where are you? Just who are you talking to? I'm in your head, dumbass. The one holding the cigarette. Okay, I'm out of here. You're totally losing it. No, no, you've totally lost it this time. Okay, bye. I'm in control. I'm in total control. I am not crazy. What's up with this affirmation stuff? Quit it. Stop. I'm not crazy. I'm not. Whatever you say. Yeah, that's right. Whatever I say. I'm totally in control. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um... I don't hear voices in my head, but I know some people, well, other than the committee that's going on, but I know some people do. And um, one of the things that I appreciate about the Wellness Shack is I participated in a class, a peer-to-peer class, where I found out that regardless of people's diagnosis, they're more like me than not like me. And I'm so grateful for the Wellness Shack. This doesn't have a name. It's four lines. I like to hide things from myself. Jack springs from her box, and then I remember where I hid my fear. This one's called Mindful. Now, for a while, I thought that I was bipolar, and maybe I am, or maybe I'm wildly creative. I went to a psychiatrist to uh, get the proper diagnosis because I really wanted to know whether I was bipolar or not. All I came away with him saying from that, he didn't change my diagnosis, but he did say that I appear to be of above average intelligence. (laughs) Now, whether or not I am, I don't know. (laughs) But one of the reasons why I thought that I may be bipolar is because I have these experiences of what's called mania. In these experiences, there's a rhythm that goes on in my head, and it's always there. So some of my poems have this rhythm, and this one does, and it's called Mindful. That's M-I-N-D, capital F-U-L-L, Mindful. What's next? What's next? I can't stand it. What's next? What is this inside of me, driving me, dividing me? What about now? Who cares? What's next? What's next? I'm on my ear and I don't even know it. What's next? What's next? Ah, crash. How did I get this bump on my head? 
Thank you, whoever did that little chuckle. <laughs> and this one's called Growing Pain. I dig into the soil of my soul and I groan. I feel the drone of the heartbeat of the earth mother beating, 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 spiraling downward, taking me deeper into myself, into the world under this one, into the world, this one. But I don't know that it's all right here, that I'm all right here. So I dig a hole into the soil as I groan, my soul releasing into wholeness, into holiness, into the whole of the abyss, ever deepening, ever expanding, ever deepening. Now this poem I wrote when I started realizing that um, I could, I could have both a relationship and be myself. I fell in love with um, this man named Kevin, and his email name was Bluesbender. So I wrote this poem for him. Blues of midnight, of baby of sky, bending my greens of acid, my yellows of rays, mixing and matching a wackadoo bouquet, twirling this girl off her feet with a whirl. You danced as you pranced, you colored my world. This is how you bend me, shape me, touch me. This is how you hold me, stretch me, love me. This is how the blues swelled to meet yellow. This is how Bluesbender became my lover. <laughs> Thanks, I really like that one too. And I have two more poems here. One of the things that I learned to do really well because of my depression is to become a people pleaser. I always wanted to cover it up, and I thought that if I was um, good enough at pleasing people, that I could. So this first poem is about Penelope, the people pleaser, and the second one is called The Death of a Persona. Penelope the People Pleaser won the Sunshine Award when she was in senior high. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> Death of a Persona. I'm tired of being so damn competent. I'm talking about the part of me that likes it when you say, I'm surprised you feel cranky. Well, let me tell you something. If you believe that I have transcended into a static state of bliss, that I have risen above crankiness or any other human experience, then you should smell my farts. They stink. <laughs> Come to think of it, so does this job. Consider this my notice. I'm done being a super competent, people-pleasing, over-vigilant, crazed, caretaking rescuer. I'm throwing away my tennies and I'm taking my cape to the cleaners. In fact, I think I'll leave it there. I'm exhausted and I quit. <laughs> and this last poem, I just realized that I wrote on the day I was driving over to Marshfield, on um, the same day that I met with my surgeon, it was a Friday, and the following Monday I had surgery. 
I was riding over, I was really sick. I was jaundice, I was shades of green and yellow that you've only seen in bruises. And my friend Stephen was driving me over. I just, I came to for a moment. I said, where's my journal? I want to write this down. And this is a relationship now that I have with depression. And um, for any of you out there that are struggling with this or any other diagnosis or just the human condition, I, I hope that you too can come to this place. I hold on to depression as if it's a baby doll, rocking it ever so gently and calling her sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you, Savannah. That was beautiful. And Becky, thank you, too. That was wonderful also. So I'm going to turn it back over to Poppy and Troy, and uh, we'll listen to a little bit of music. Thank you so much. I have to give a plug for Bischoff guitars. I don't have to. I want to. This is a Bischoff guitar. <laughs> Gertie Bischoff is a, uh, a local luthier. And he did some custom inlay work for me. I relate to uh, Hawk as my power animal, and so there's a, a Hawk up here on the peghead. And then I'll have other sort of transformational animals around my sound hole here. And then along the fretboard, he put in uh, feathers, like they're drifting down from the Hawk. So I did mention that I had performance anxiety. I said had. <laughs> okay. Um, truly, it was, it was actually after I started doing some more public performing that I was just noticing how much it was kind of jumping in there on occasion and, and kind of with a growing intensity. So I actually worked with a psychotherapist in the area with um, a technique called uh, EMDR which is, uh, it, it uses, it basically helps to integrate experiences between the hemispheres of the brain to kind of level out so that we're not just stuck in the emotional place of it. So that really has helped me a lot. It's amazing the myriad of other resources that there are out there to address uh, some of the mental health issues. And I suspect that the Wellness Shack continues to accumulate some of the techniques, modalities, resources that you can steer people. So um, I just really applaud those efforts because there is so much available that people don't know about and it can really make a huge difference so we're going to start out with a song called waters changing one of the other things that i do i'm a massage therapist by day and one of the uh, things that i'm also involved in is called integrative breath work it's really kind of extended meditation to music tracks anyway i really wrote this song waters changing as a almost a song that would um, be given to someone who is coming out of that kind of deeper inner journey experience. So it goes like this. Oh, yeah. oh you are back and you are well. From those vast landscapes where sound and breath resonate with every sound. Oh, yeah, in this space surrounding your dreams. 
save as you die for pearls so deep and unseen Oh, the water's changing Hearts rearranging on their own Yeah, the water's changing Hearts rearranging Starlight in your hair Tell us where did you travel What did you do and see On your journey in there Oh yeah and what grip stop For the mill did you find Well you can rest assured that a shiny pearl will emerge over time Yeah, the water's changing Oh yeah, when the heart is rearranging on its own Yeah, the water's changing Rearranging on their own Na 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 Who ever told you You were not good enough Who wrongly said You'd be left Did you do and see on your journey in there? Oh, yeah, and you've changed. I can see that in your eyes. Oh, yeah, you swam with your shadows so you could be more real and alive. Hearts rearranging on their own Yeah, the water's changing Hearts rearranging on their own Yeah, the water's changing Hearts rearranging on their own
you. We will be back and do another short set for you after they have some other entertainment and information. That was Poppy Multer and Troy Jackson performing at the October 12th benefit for the Wellness Clinic. They actually did a few 20-minute sets, and I captured for you only three of the songs they performed. I'm Mark Helpsmeet of Northern Spirit Radio. That's northernspiritradio.org on the web, and this is Spirit in Action. Next up at the fundraiser is some poetry by Nora Bates and some inspiration for all of us. Just a couple of things before we turn it over to Nora. 9.6% of our population manages some sort of anxiety, including me. (laughs) Um, At the Wellness Shack, we certainly welcome people to visit, but we also welcome donations to put towards our printing, put towards our craft materials, put towards a number of things. So there's a number of donation jars around the building here tonight, so we'd really welcome your contribution. Thank you in advance for your contributions. Before I uh, bring Nora up, I'm just going to speak just a little bit about her. Nora has been at the Wellness Shack from its beginnings in 2004, so has quite the history. She enjoys journaling poetry, crafts, and helping others find their inner beauty and creative brains. So, with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Nora. Thank you. Everyone has one. Some are buried deep, deep. We are searching, want to share, want to destroy, want to fix or change and work others. It's hidden deep. Mine is hidden deep and sheltered, coming out, opening vulnerability to expose with grace. It's like a beautiful crystal ball, the kind that snows. Look, don't touch. I hear her whisper to me, shh, isn't it beautiful? Come here, look this way. She crouches to her knees and looks up from below. Shh, it's beautiful. She crosses to the other side and stands with her head tilted to the right. It's shiny. Shh, look, don't touch. She faces away, bends over and looks upside down through her knees. The snow, it's settled. She showed it to me from the distance. Today she brought me the closest I've ever been. I was honored. I had chills. I was filled with emotion. I felt tears of awe, of humbling, of sadness and slight anger, feelings of calm and clarity. Shh, look, don't touch. So I'm going to share my look, don't touch. I wrote this about 20 years ago when I, well, 15 years ago, when I first started dealing with my mental illness, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, (laughs) whatever, my creativity. Um, (laughs) And I work in parts. I have different little people inside me, and instead of me trying to explain it to you, I thought I'd just share how I was introduced to all of them. I met Maverick when I was house-sitting for a friend. I was watching Top Gun for the bazillionth time. During the scene where Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards fly upside down over the fighter, Tom's character Maverick takes a Polaroid of the opposition, mid-flight, flying however miles per hour, screaming inches apart, metal from metal, dangerous, yet in control or not. Sometimes I crack myself up. 
I heard a squeal of delight in my head. I would think everyone has basic chatter in their head at times. What to do, what not to do. This was definitely different than Jiminy Cricket sitting on my shoulder. Well, the chatter began to become clearer, and Maverick introduced herself. Hi, I'm Maverick, and I'm the driver of this plane. Okay. I just sat there and listened, unafraid but feeling a bit peculiar. Yeah, I like to go fast and right in the sky with my smoke back there. I like doing loop-de-loops, too. It makes my tummy jiggle, just like jello. Maverick had on blue jeans with holes in the knees and grass stains. Her tennis shoes were worn and scruffy. She wore a leather red barren hat with the flap swaying to the side of her head, wild straight brown hair protruding from the hat. Big round goggles rested above her eyes on the forehead of the hat. She wore a red scarf tied loosely around her neck. I don't remember what shirt she wore, but I'm sure it would have been something like a t-shirt that read, Drink Sprite and Get a Life. Monk's Rule. That's monkeys. Maverick's pink shaved cheeks were smeared with chocolate as well as her sticky fingers that rested on the steering wheel of her plane that she and only she flew. Next to her seat was a box of chocolate bars, empty wrappers, and an assortment of soda, the kind with sugar. Yeah, I drive this plane and we have fun. Gets kind of bumpy sometimes, but I drive good, so la la la. My baby is in the back. Don't you go by her. She's locked in a seatbelt, so she's safe. I feed her milk. Yeah, I take care of her good. Change her diapers, burp her, make her laugh. Sometimes she don't stop crying, so I turn the music up loud. She's pretty good, though, really. Now behind her is the cave, and don't you go back there. Nope, stay out of there and don't open that door. Do you hear me? Okay... I spent the next few hours sitting quietly on the couch, surfing the television stations. I still felt peculiar. I'm being good, ain't I? I can sit quiet if I want. I'm not a brat all the time. I'm hungry. Her eyes were sparkling deep blue, wide-eyed, exploring her surroundings. What do you got here to eat? I walked to the kitchen and began exploring the cupboards, the drawers, the refrigerator, freezer, all the while saying, I'm not snooping, I'm just looking for something to eat. I'm not snooping, I'm just looking for something to eat. I wonder who was looking for food, who was flying my plane, and was this snooping or not? I decided to call it exploring. Somehow I, we, decided on a toasted bagel with simply fruit jam and tea with lots of sugar. I spent the next week and a half overdosing in MTV and the B-52s, dancing around like a madman, until I dropped sweatedly on the couch, listening to the delights, squeals, and spontaneity of this maverick thing who has presented itself to me. I realized, however, this was not my first encounter with Maverick, but she, for whatever reason, decided to introduce herself at this time in my life, and without a say in the matter, I was going to go on one hell of an airplane ride. So that's how I was introduced to all the little chatter in my head. And she talks about the baby, and Poppy had mentioned abuse, and then she talked about behind in the, the cave in the airplane, and that's what I've been dealing with still. I've been working with that, and I was in the hospital in July. 
getting to know this part and learning to love it and listening to her instead of saying, oh, you're crazy or shut the voice up or whatever. This is what she, I wrote. I've heard all that I'm not stupid, evil, smart ass. I just don't know who I am. Where is hope? I am passion. I am determination. I am courage. I am grace. I am desire. Girl misled. Gently guide. Don't touch, for I have no skin. The bruises are deep, but the blood is dried, and I need someone to hold me. Baby, I need a little more you. Passion, determination, courage, grace, desire. Namaste. Do you see the Christ within? Then who am I? Am I ego? Am I the devil? That is absolute nonsense. I am passion. I am determination. I am courage. I am grace. I am desire. Girl misled. Are you alive? I don't hear anybody. (laughs) I don't see anybody either. Okay. Anybody who knows me knows that I love to knit. And I made this blanket for my mom, but she died before I could give it to her. But um, knitting is just so meditative for me. So I just wrote this journal entry one night, and I want to share that with you. September 5th, 2007, 11.47 p.m. I wonder why knitting has been so important to me in the last three years. Picking up those sticks were like walking for the first time. I found knitting to be a metaphor for my life purling with a slip-slip knit over my slip-slip-slippery life. I thought recently, the majority of my adult life has been learning to walk with my alter eagles, little people, whatever you want to call them. I have an official long label that I have forgot at first but have grown to accept because it's a way I can kind of make sense of myself. Slip-slip. Sometimes I fall over that label and take the meds to counteract the fast pace in my head. They do work because I don't know any other way to slow it down. I love myself the best way I know how, but some of the parts insist to hate herself to the point of death. But I try to knit a straight row so she trusts me to help her find herself, to find myself. I don't understand it, so I don't expect anyone else to. But I do know that like my knitting, I can weave beautiful patterns with those complex personalities. So late at night, during the day, with family, with friends, I meditatively knit to calm my mind. Addiction to thinking versus addiction to knitting. This is how beautiful my mind thinks. It's so easy to tear out mistakes. Something I struggle to tell the parts that they aren't mistakes. I reassure myself that my new therapist is not there to erase me as a mistake. I reassure the parts that the meds are not to kill them. I've come to the conclusion I need to accept the parts as me, as John Nash, in a beautiful mind, accepted his hallucinations as a part of his reality. It's just when I get suicidal, when she gets suicidal, that I need to be concerned. So I knit to weave my love towards her, to show her how beautiful she is. But look at my fat gut, she says. No one will love me. They don't know you, I tell her. And we're working on it. God is with us in the right time and right person. Ooh, slip, slip. 
I dropped a stitch. I slow down and ladder up, picking it up, that lost stitch. Sometimes I feel sad and reassure myself that that's what others feel too. Sometimes I feel happy and remind myself that others feel that way too. For me, that label can get me in trouble if I'm too much of anything and may need another pill to kill me off. But I trust my doctor, which has taken me many years of understanding misunderstandings, to reach a circular point of intarsia, combination of greens and reds and oranges of laughter through tears. Another beautiful piece of entwined fibers. Tonight I can't sleep. I'm keeping track of what I've eaten, and I've done a fairly good job today. I forgot my AM meds for the first time in a long time. That's not why I'm awake. Why does everything have to revolve around this so-called illness? A hint of anger to pearl around the edge with a bulky flare of soft malabrigo? My busy mind at 12.18 a.m., a new day. Dark at this time of a new day. Dark like I feel now. But that's okay, because charcoal tweed with flecks of purple make a beautiful cable-stitched scarf. It's all good. I think I'll knit for a while. Good night and peace. September 6, 2007, 12.30 a.m. And then I just want to end with one more um, journal entry that I wrote. September 15, 2007, I have this insomnia thing going on. 1.12 a.m., this is the upside of the downside of mental illness. Like insomnia, lying awake at night, staring out the window at the full moon spilling out of the sky. Experiencing a chemical imbalance trip, a free-floating zen, others would pay for psychedelic drugs to get the same effect. Watching a free horror show on TV where skeletons ooze out the screen and news people talk to you, and it doesn't cost $8 for a movie ticket. Developing a sharp sense of humor to get through the sharp times. Like squeezing your butt cheeks together to get to the nearest bathroom and laughing when you don't make it after scowling and disgust. Side effects of medication? Or an appreciation of the process of elimination? You know, poop. Being able to communicate with animals, like ducks, helping them save the water from pollution, delusional, yep, having a sense of humor. Creativity oozing out my ears from making cards to knitting to writing and drawing. Perfection enough to get 100% on a graduate level statistics exam, and I still can't believe I did that. Tears, pain, and laughter to get closer to my family. Creative problem solving to help Bush get dust through these tough times. <laughs> Lower inhibitions to tell my doctors what I really think. A closer relationship to God now that I'm not God or fully God. <laughs> Delusion and grandiosity. A deep sense of empathy for others. A new car on a manic thing. Next is learning to budget on a fixed income. Trust in God that there is enough to go around and I am taken care of without guilt. Humility. 
getting to know myself, my limits, my boundaries, my talents, so I can help myself, so I can help others. Having obtainable dreams, just like anyone else. Thank you. That was Nora Bates sharing some of her poetry at the October 12th Benefit for the Wellness Clinic, an Eau Claire-based organization for adults with mental illness, working to reduce the stigma of the label and provide mutual support and, of course, wellness for participants. Nora, by the way, was recently my guest for Song of the Soul, so consider listening to that program online at northernspiritradio.org. Just search for Nora. The theme music for this program is Turning of the World, performed by Sarah Thompson. This Spirit in Action program is an effort of Northern Spirit Radio. You can listen to our programs and find links and information about us and our guests on our website, northernspiritradio.org. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Mark Helpsmeet, and I welcome your comments and stories of those leading lives of spiritual fruit. May you find deep roots to support you and grow steadily toward the light. This is Spirit in Action. With every voice, with every song, we will move this world Our lives will feel the echo of our healing.